Hello and welcome to There's No Place Like Summer Camp. I'm your host, Andrew Waterhouse, and in today's episode, I'm taking a look at how inflation is driving up the cost of summer camps. So come in into our tent and I'll spill the beans. and welcome to another episode of There's No Place Like Summer Camp. I believe this is episode 84 as we are quickly honing in on that magic 100th episode. In this episode it's something a little bit different again. Um, so a bit about me is uh, in 2020 onwards I've been very interested in getting into the financial system, investing, crypto, uh, short squeezes, loads of different things and uh, it was one of those hobbies that I really picked up during the pandemic because I was sat at home and I'd always wanted to get myself involved into the economics and make myself financially independent and learning the intricacies of stock markets and shares and growth and that sort of thing. Now I shortly, uh, I recently, shall I say, I recently saw uh, an article come up on YouTube from Yahoo Finance, and the title was How Inflation is Driving Up the Cost of Summer Camps. So in this episode, we're going to be watching this um, interview on Yahoo Finance and doing some commentary over the top. So let's give it a watch. Now before I start this, I know the audio isn't going to be the greatest. I've done like everything I possibly can to try and catch the audio of this. Uh, of course, if you want to go and check it out, uh, you can go onto Yahoo Finance and search for how inflation is driving up the cost of summer camps. You can watch it yourself. Otherwise, you're going to be listening along with me and I'm just going to be doing my commentary over the top. Okay, let's see how this goes. This is Yahoo Finance and how inflation is driving up the cost of summer camp. But speaking of COVID, we know that it did affect a lot of summer camps over the past few years. In fact, according to the ACA, the average cost of day camp now has more than doubled to $178 a day compared to about $76 last year. Now, that's a ridiculous stat. From 2021, the average cost of a day camp was $76. Fast forward to 2022, just one year later, that's $178 a day. That's mental. And that's a day camp. That's not someone, like, staying for days upon days upon days. That's just, like, going to camp for the day. And it's like, man, that's that's ridiculous. And I'm, I'm seeing across the board, prices are going through the roof. Um, I'm trying to get a house at the minute. At the time of recording this, I'm trying to get a house. And... We offered £10,000 over the asking price and we still didn't get it. We got outbid by someone else. It just goes to show that at the minute, I think prices are very susceptible to a complete and catastrophic crash because it's not sustainable to have prices more than double in a year and the inflation rates at the minute are like nearing double digits. Wages aren't keeping up. Everyone's going to have to like cut back on their non non-essential spending which is why you're seeing things like Netflix's share price absolutely crater over one day they lost about 40% over one day just because their metrics weren't aligning up so 
from $76 in 2021 for an average cost at a day camp to 178 in 2022. So let's carry on with their interview and see where this goes. Let's bring in our guest, Tom Rosenberg, the American Camp Association president and CEO. Thank you for joining us. So first of all, the top expenses that are now driving some of these prices up, and are there any ways to release some of these parents in terms of perhaps financing? Well, yeah, cost, the cost of providing camp, just like everything else right now, is really going up. We've had increases in labor, we've uh, labor costs, food costs, uh, program supply costs, COVID-related costs. Um, everything has gone up. So, uh, camps are, are are trying to operate at scale this summer, which is different from the past two summers. Uh, so, but 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 there will be an additional expense. Most camps are having to pass along uh, some price increases to families. We saw the specific, we saw the specifics there on how much day camps have increased, almost doubled. Uh, how about sleepaway camps, and what's been the biggest challenge? Why are those prices increasing so high? I would say um, labor is one part of it. Uh, certainly, uh, there's a, a shortage of uh, qualified staff to work in camps, and so we're trying to hire as many staff as we can to operate. So, just to give it a pause there, the uh, average cost of a sleepaway camp has tripled year over year. So, currently, we're sitting at $449 a day on average to have a sleep to have your child at a sleepaway camp now that is ridiculous i thought prices were ridiculous when i was volunteering at summer camp because p- parents were paying so much money and it was like thousands upon thousands of dollars to make sure their kids had the time of their lives and it is quite a project when you when you consider how much how many staff there are how many resources there are how many activities you have to put on for these kids um but at the end of the day, a lot of these uh, summer camps are businesses too. They have to be self, uh, self-sufficient. self They have to self-fund themselves to uh, increase the uh, availability and excitement of their summer camp, adding new features and that sort of thing, which I touch upon within the second year of my summer camp because I return for a second summer. Now, that book isn't even written yet. It is it, it, the, the, the raw material is there, but I have yet to start actually converting that into a book. But anyway, let's go back to this uh, interview and see where this goes from here. $449 a day for the average cost of a sleepaway camp, which has tripled over 2021. Now, is that sustainable? Let's see. As at scale as possible, but also the cost of insurance. Think about uh, property casualty insurance and within a youth market that the, the uh, it's a very hard market right now and has been for some time it's only getting worse also we have uh you know uh windstorm and fire and things like that that are affecting camps across the country so uh but also there are there are just uh you know this summer camp directors and overnight camps for example are really hoping that they can count on getting the food that they order um, on time so that the menu that they planned will actually happen. So last year they were juggling a lot of things to make that happen with the supply uh, logistics challenges that were occurring. So it's, it's uh, the good news is um, camp is gonna happen at scale, as, as, as at scale as possible. So millions of children can once again go to day camp and overnight camp, like typically pre-pandemic that was 26 million boys and girls. Um, and 
demand for camp is soaring right now so we're doing so that's really good to see that demand for camp is soaring you have to bear in mind that 2020 and 2021 were heavily affected by covid of course covid is still a thing as you can hear in my voice i'm actually covid positive at the time of recording um and it's very interesting to see 26 million campers on average go to summer camp in the year and they want to grow that number they don't want to stifle it and that's the problem that summer camps do have uh, and it's often the the glossed over uh, problem when you look back at volunteering with Camp America is the uh, the swathes of kids and families that don't actually get the chance to uh, take their kids to a summer camp and have the time of their lives. It's very much of a dream uh, for many families, many kids, that they want to go and have these crazy once-in-a-lifetime experiences. And there's so many kids and families that are able to uh, budget themselves over the course of a year so every year they can go and work or shall I say enjoy themselves at a summer camp we are best to manage costs as well as we can but prices are going up uh, and I would say demand is outstripping um, supply in a big way right now I was going to ask then once you have this sort of the labor shortages and these other pressures how much has it changed pre-pandemic versus now in terms of the people trying to get into camps and just how much you're able to accommodate people? Well, uh, you know, there's 74 million uh, school-aged children in the United States, I believe, and uh, pre-pandemic we were serving about 26 million of them. There are a lot of children out there who have not yet had the privilege of, of attending a day camp or attending an overnight camp. That's a shame. Uh, we're very much aware of that. We're working really hard to... Um, to find funding uh, for, for more kids to go to camp. We also need to build more camps and grow camps to uh, make the, increase their capacity. Even um, the United States Department of Education um, has provided summer learning uh, dollars available for kids who have been most disproportionately affected by the pandemic. See, it's quite interesting to hear that the uh, the amount of kids that don't go to summer camp are actually larger than those that do. Um, like he said, I think it was roughly about 70 million, was it? Uh, 70 million kids that they could get. And then there's the 26 that actually end up going. So it's quite a big gap between those two. And I, it makes me think that if I was like a billionaire, if I was a philanthropist, I would love to be able to put in or own different camps. Why is that not a massive thing that billionaires and millionaires do? pull their money together, literally give the kids the experience that they remember, and make it affordable. It's very hard, and uh, a lot of the times you people see uh, summer camps as lot, sort of like a charity, but at the end of the day, they are a business, and they do take substantial risk by having so many activities, and they need all this insurance and all this cover and legal protection. And then there's all the staff as well, and this guy here from the ACA, uh, he's the head of the ACA. What's his name? What's his name? Tom Rosenberg. Uh, the American Camp Association. He touches upon the labor. He touches upon the labor shortage really hitting the summer camps, which is forcing the higher wages. So you have to think that uh, often 
when I'm browsing through uh, subreddits or, I don't know, uh, online news, you get to see, uh, I don't know, McDonald's, Wendy's, Burger King, Starbucks are all offering these really higher wages than they used to previously offer back in 2020 or 2021 because there's a market at the minute of labor that really sees their time as valuable and they don't want to be working at these uh, really menial jobs and um, especially after having that break with the COVID where everyone was able to go back home they had to stay away from work they didn't have to work at McDonald's all that time. They were able to upskill themselves, and uh, that really does have an effect on the wages that these companies have to offer to entice people back into the stores and uh, doing those sort of menial jobs, I use with uh, air quotes. Now, that obviously has its own impact on summer camps too, because while it's not a menial job, it's definitely a different tangent from working the nine to five that most people uh, like to do so it's quite interesting to see that these summer camps are having to increase their wages in line with all the other inflation that's going on as for the food that's not something that i'm overly familiar with but personally speaking from the uk when i go to the supermarkets now or if i go to a takeout joint i do really notice the increased price that uh, all of these uh, foods are demanding and it's really it doesn't really feel sustainable to me so um as a millennial as a millennial i'm really hoping for a market crash sometime soon pandemic through ESSER funding uh, through the state superintendents and the local superintendents. So we're trying to create summer learning opportunities like camp for all, for all kids. Um, but there's right now we've got lots of new families who've never had their children attend camp. Lots of families who have been doing sending their kids to camp for years. Everyone wants to go to camp this summer. There's never been a more essential time for children and youth to have access to summer learning experiences like camp. So you have to remember that 2020 and 2021, these camps were closed. So for the families that were always sending their kids to camp, that's really only added to their desire to get their kids to camp while they still can, because their kids are two years older, so you can understand that. At the same time, these parents that have been, say, staying at home, saving the money on uh, the family holidays that you they used to have, they now have this opportunity to actually send their camp, their, their uh, kids to camp for the first time, which is only adding to the increased demand. And what uh, business one hundred and one is um, supply and demand. The supply has roughly stayed the same. Obviously, there's not been many new camps that have uh, popped up around the USA, but the demand for spaces has really increased, and therefore the prices reflect that. Yeah, a lot of kids have not had any socialization in the last two or three years. You get a sense of how much the pandemic is still factoring in at both day camps and sleepaway camps. We talk about masks, social distancing, limited numbers, or are we back to pre-pandemic camps? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's plan and prepare for whatever comes this summer. No one uh, that I know has a crystal ball and understands what variant might or might not affect us this summer. So we, you know, camp directors are always prepared uh, to the best of their ability to manage communicable disease. So this summer, uh, you know, we know from two summers, from some summer of 2020 and the summer of 2021, 
We know that, um, you know, how to operate uh, day and overnight camps safely. And this is time-tested research uh, from outside researchers. So um, this... So the interesting graphic that they have on the screen at the minute are showing the number of summer camps that were open in 2020 versus 2021. In 2020, only 20% of summer camps were open. 20% in 2020. In 2021, 67% of camps were open. So you have to understand there's still a substantial margin of summer camps just last year that were still closed because of the uncertainties of the pandemic. Now in 2022, what they're estimating is, is that number is going to be substantially higher than 67% as people are vaccinated, wearing masks, following good protocols, and everyone just wants to go back to normal life. And the pandemic seems to be more acceptant accepted within society rather than uh, feared um, so people are saying that we're potentially over the worst hurdle and we're sort of treating it as a secondary uh, cold or flu nowadays so it's interesting to see those differences and that's a particular reason why there's no place like summer camp wasn't released back in 2020 when I initially had hoped um, because no one was traveling no one would be able to see or find out about this podcast see the book and want to travel so now it's out now it's available for everyone make sure you go and pick it up it's available on amazon and other book retailers so let's see how the rest of this interview plays out summer we have access to the vaccine many camps are asking parents to please make sure that their kids are vaccinated if they're eligible uh, and they're asking their staff to please consider being vaccinated if they're eligible. There's also te uh, pre-camp testing. We've seen this in schools where um, uh, basically uh, pre-camp pre testing and also for like a day camp, there may be opportunities during different parts of the day camp experience when they're asked to be tested as well. But in addition to that, um, you know, depending on what we see this summer, they should be ready with all of the multi-layered mitigation strategies that we employed in the summer of 2020 for those camps that did operate. Uh, which about 20% of uh, overnight camps operated in the summer of uh, 2020 and about 40% of day camps operated in the summer of 2020. In 21, we had uh, closer to 100%, most overnight camps were able to operate and most day camps were able to operate, but they didn't operate at scale. Yeah. This summer, we hope they'll operate at scale. But we've got to have those multi-layered mitigation strategies like masking, um, behavior change before you come to camp, um, all, all kinds of, uh, sure. all these different layers of, of uh, strategies have to be, we have to be ready to implement them. Tom, um, how, much, how, much, how much are they still making up for losses in the pandemic? And that is a result in these prices. That's a good question. That's a great question. I would oh, say there you go. <laughs> he said it himself. Um, right now, camps are really just trying to ameliorate the effects of, of their of their cost, their cost this year. Um, camps were really hurt in summer 2020. Many overnight camps did not operate. Many day camps did not operate. They went a whole year without revenue. And so um, through PPP and other um, uh, programs, they were able to get some relief, but there has been no industry-wide relief like there has been for restaurants or for uh, Broadway shows and other industries like that. So, See, that that's a bit sad to hear, but I think that's always going to happen with these sorts of businesses. When a, something so unexpected as like a fucking global pandemic happens, 
not all industries are going to get that government support because there are lobbyists for the uh, bigger entities out there and there's more obvious uh, more obviously hurt enterprises than summer camps that spring to mind like you say the restaurants the takeaways the um the theaters the the um the events and theatricals and all of these other things are very much taken the center focus which you can understand but the summer camps are taking that back seat and therefore their prices really have to make up a substantial gap that's been had in 2021 and 2020. Here we are in a time when um, it's, it's kind of a, a difficult situation because we're, at, we're being asked to scale as much as possible to serve as many kids across our country as possible, yet camps are, are, have been really hurt in the pandemic. So to a great extent right now, they're just trying to manage the increasing costs of operating in this year. They also have working capital challenges. They also have improvements they would like to make to their camp, but probably you're going to have to pause on those improvements. Uh, because of the, the other challenges they're facing. Uh, at the end of the day, um, the key to a high quality camp is having high qualified staff mm-hmm. uh, who are well trained, who really love working with kids and understand how, how to do all of that. Um, it's also about having a safe and healthy facility um, and having a high quality program uh, to really keep the kids engaged and help them sort of reignite their 21st century learning skills. All right, Tom Rosenberg, American Camp Association President and CEO. Appreciate your time. Thank you. There you go. So that's the American Camp Association Director, or CEO, shall I say, Tom Rosenberg. It's very interesting to hear his take on why summer camp prices are literally going through the roof. Um, you, You saw earlier about the prices literally tripling in some cases compared to what they used to be like in 2021. And even in 2021 and 2020, even back when I used to volunteer at summer camp, I thought the summer camp prices were ridiculously high. Um, So to see that now with those increased um, prices and everything, you can totally understand their point of view of why they're being increased by such a substantial margin. And you also have to remember that a lot of these camps actually do take a lot of voluntary donations from parents to help fund the sustainability of their summer camp so where they uh, want to create new um, activities for the kids or maintain their camp or uh, anything like that to to really help the running of the day-to-day of summer camp these summer camps really do rely on the income that's being generated and you can see that they're having to make up the lost ground of 2020 and 2021 so Personally speaking, I wouldn't want to be in any uh, summer camp director's shoes at the minute, but I think in these testing times, they're probably the most rewarding and satisfying when 2022 would come to an end of a summer camp and you can look back and think, you know what, the world's coming back and it's uh, great to have summer camps alive and kicking again. So uh, it's been great to hear from someone that's so senior at a summer camp association i'm going to try and keep an eye on any further developments especially from uh, someone so, so high up as the american camp american camp association uh, anything to do with summer camp in the news i'm going to be doing these sorts of episodes a little bit more um and yeah i hope you enjoyed this episode it was different it's just an interesting take to see what it's like in these pandemic sort of times on how summer camps are being affected you can totally understand 
uh, all the different aspects that have combined together to really squeeze these prices through the roof. So we'll see how it ends up. Hopefully 2022 is going to be another memorable year for you guys that are either going over to summer camp to volunteer or for these campers that are having um, their return to summer camp or even their first time at summer camp. Anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I shall see you in the next one. Have a good one.